0: You're listening to an all-new episode of Self-Made Strategies. Visit selfmadestrategies.com for new episodes, information about our guests, and a whole lot more. Welcome back to a special edition episode of the Self-Made Strategies podcast. I'm your host, Tony Lopes, and with me today is Logan Sneed. Hey, Logan, how's it going? Good, man. How are you? Yeah, great. Thank you for jumping back on. Logan was our guest on episode 53, entitled Conquering Your Obstacles and Becoming the CEO of Your Own Life, with Logan Sneed, a fusion lean and author of the book, Thank You Cancer. Logan was a stage four glioblastoma uh, brain cancer survivor, and this all happened while you were a freshman in college, and you had... All of a sudden overnight you get this diagnosis about having brain cancer and you've got to react to it we're going to play your youtube channel intro here for the guests who are listening to get a feel for your backstory listen in right now my
1: name is logan sneed in march 6th of 2016 was the day that my life changed forever i was simply headed to the gym and while being on the phone suddenly i had a seizure out of nowhere I had to get an MRI and what they discovered was something was in my brain and that right there was a moment again I was shot down immediately. I had to go through a seven hour brain surgery. I had to wait two weeks for what the real outcome was. And I come back and I meet with the neuro-oncologist and I get the diagnosis and I'll never forget her walking into this room and I looked her in the eyes and as soon as the tension was there. I knew the outcome was not going to be what we expected. And she looked me in the eyes, she looked my parents in the eyes, and she said, I'm sorry. This is a stage four glioblastoma brain tumor. In that moment, when I heard those words, I just had so much weight on my back. I was shaking. I almost couldn't stand up. I had so many dreams in my mind. I had so many things that I always wanted, and I was living at the peak time of my life. It was completely shot down. I had things stripped away from me right and left. And I'll never forget walking out of that room and my first question was, why? Why me out of six billion people, why do I have to have this? And what is going to happen? I didn't know why. I didn't know what I wanted to do. I didn't know if there was anything to do about it. And sadly, I believe that there wasn't anything I could do. And one day, my life changed again. And it changed for the better. I suddenly found out what the ketogenic diet was and what it could possibly do for me. And I said, whatever this is, I want to make it work. Whatever it is, I'm going to do it. And I'm going to do it 100%. Suddenly I had lost 50 pounds. I would lost 10% body fat and going through chemotherapy, you know, the doctor told me that it's going to be just this horrific time period of my life, that it was going to be detrimental to me. And being on the ketogenic diet, this has allowed me to see such incredible change in my life. I was I was feeling better than I ever have in my entire life and I said, this is going to be an answer. I don't care what's happening in my life. This is going to be an answer. I'm gonna be the CEO of my life and I'm not gonna let anybody else delegate that. And this is when I started my journey through the ketogenic diet. Yes, I had everything stripped away, but I said, you know what? If I'm seeing these results, if this is happening to me, if I'm going through chemotherapy, radiation, diagnosis, and seeing the results I've always wanted in my life, then why can't thousands and millions of people do the same? This is when I decided a new outcome. I decided a new journey. And I took the circumstances, I took the situation, and I made it a gift. I made it something that was a blessing, something that has changed my life forever. And while going through this journey, I have now created FusionLean.com and helping thousands worldwide. Now I look back and I say, wow, maybe this did happen for a reason. I look back on the first words I said when leaving that room and this is a gift that I have been given and this is a gift that I'll never forget. And now I look at every single day as such a gift. I don't look at the past and I do not look at the future. I look at the right now. What am I doing right now to get to where I wanna be? Am I being the CEO of my life every single day Or am I letting somebody else? Am I letting a different circumstance control me? And when I found this, this is when I wanted a new outcome. And this is when I decided to create the best version of myself. And it always seems impossible until it is done.
0: Man, that was awesome. Wow, Logan. What an intro to this episode and what a backstory, incredible and a a great message, especially in today's current circumstances. Obviously no one could have predicted this going into 2020. And I mean, we recorded an episode roughly a month ago and we had no idea that it was going to escalate to this level, obviously. So now we're all stuck indoors And the recommendation is everyone should stay inside while we get through this. If we work on this together, we can overcome COVID-19. And the major reason that you're here again is because of your advocacy for mental health, for meditation, for a fit lifestyle, but also your amazing turnaround after suffering, being diagnosed with stage four glioblastoma and then overcoming the surgeries and the recovery process, and then taking all of that, turning it around into this amazing success story where now you've scaled it up into a six-figure online business. And we want to talk a little bit about that. Some of the resources, some of the things that people can do today, even though we're stuck inside, even though we have to stay home, there's a lot of opportunity here if we stay positive and try to control what we can in this situation. So. First and yeah. foremost, Logan, let's talk about FusionLean. Lean. So, after all of this happens, walk us through the process from recovery to starting FusionLean.com. How did you go through that?
2: Yeah, I, uh, it was just a random day. I was like, I was, I was trying to figure it out. I had a voice in my mind. I was like, you know, there's something there. It's like there's something we can do. I know there is. I don't know what it was, but I just, I sensed something that that was there. And I was paddleboarding with my friend down here in Austin, Texas, and he was like, dude have you heard of this keto diet? And I was like, no, I was like, what is that? And he was like, you should really try it. I think it could work for you. It's shown research on shrinking, potentially shrinking tumors and potentially preventing tumor regrowth for brain tumors specifically. And he was like, it also can help you lose body fat. And I was like, really? He's like, yeah, do it. And I was like, all right, dude, I'm going to do it. So I literally like, I, I spent that whole night, just like full fledged, like researching this and everything. And then I started the next day and I I didn't, I didn't even slow down. And like when I, when I did it, I just had a mindset of like figuring it out, of like making something work, not hoping it works, but just doing whatever I can to make it work. And that was where my focus went. Um, And that's when like, you know, things really started accelerating and I started losing, I, I started losing significant weight, overall body fat. And I started becoming very, very lean. And I was like, whoa, I was like, I just solved a huge problem. I was like, I hated eating boring food. I hated eating five times a day, and I hated working out for two hours a day. And I was like, but I just literally did the complete opposite. That's a solution that people want, and no one's seen this before. And that's when I started Fusionally, and that's when things really just started taking off. And, you know, people were so just intrigued with this new sort of diet approach and what it was doing for me personally and making that, you know, people saw how relatable it was for them, and that's what really intrigued them into doing this.
0: Yeah, and so Fusion Lean was initially a program that you started to help take these nutritional programs and make them into a habit in their lives so that they could lead a healthier lifestyle, correct? Correct, yeah. And so you're, let's walk through your Instagram handles because you run a lot of your business on Instagram. I, full disclosure, do follow all of Logan's accounts. And I appreciate first and foremost, especially during these darker times, that you're sort of a beacon of light, posting a lot of really positive and optimistic content in a time that Otherwise on the internet, the majority of the content that we see is really negative. So thank you for that. First and foremost, you have 174,000 followers on your personal account. You've got that lovely blue check mark and that's Logan Sneed, (laughs) S-N-E-E-D underscore. That's your main social media account on Instagram. And then you also have Fusion Lean, all one word. And then you also have Fitpreneur Academy, right? So Let's talk first and foremost about how you went from, I have this idea, I want to start a business about ketogenic diet, and I want to take it online and help others to succeed with it. I want to start Fusion Lean. How did you gain 174,000 followers? And I know that that's really hard to sort of wrap up into a neat little bucket, but sort of what are your best practices for developing a big social media following?
2: Yeah. Yeah. Really what, what, what caught my page growing back then rapidly fast was the fact that people saw insane results within my body. They saw, oh my gosh, this guy's going through chemotherapy and holy crap, look at his results. Those are crazy. They, it was shocking to them. And some people thought it was fake. And so because there was so much, you know, so many different things happening of chemo, my own results, and I was showing the ketogenic diet when keto was so new It was basically going in a million different directions. People were like, wow, that is crazy. And so that's what really accelerated it. But like for other people trying to figure that out, right? It's like, how can you give value? Every time I make a post, I ask myself, is this something that people would save or would they share it? Would they save this post and or would they share this post? And if my answer is no to any of those, I'm not going to post it. And the reason is because if they're going to save it and if they're going to share it, why would they do that? Well, it's something that has triggered them positively. If it's triggered them positively, whether it's you know information, whether it's emotions, whether it's relatability, whatever those things are, you have to ask yourself if that is going to be saved or shared. If your answer is yes, post it. And that's what can grow your page. And that's how I've really done that: is just knowing what's gonna give people value and what I can provide to them. And I know it sounds like super generic, but think about it like when you trigger their emotions, and you understand what is it that, that they want, not what you want, but what they want, they will follow you. And that's what will really help you grow.
0: Yeah, so you're targeting essentially more the psychographic things, the things that people stay up and worry about or the things that make people feel emotionally happy seeing those types of things are your main focus for all of your posts. Exactly, for sure. Awesome. And so let's talk about being the CEO of your own life. A lot of people Mm -hmm. are really struggling right now, some of them with financial uncertainty, some of them with food insecurity is becoming more and more widespread, I'm sure, with all of this that we're having to deal with. What is your best practices, your advice for those individuals who are really facing a lot of uncertainty, who are really concerned about what the future will bring? What are your tips for those individuals?
2: Yeah, yeah. I would say let's, let's solve a problem. So, okay, we've all, we've, all, we've all seen the problem. We're all living in the problem. But let's also create our own solutions. So what's the solution we can create? Well, if somebody's struggling financially, if like, okay, I, I lost my job. Okay, either A, you can also get a job, you know, because of Walmart, Amazon, delivery. There's a million different ways of now getting it. Well, not, not a million, but there's tons of jobs that are now open in that realm, okay? But let's say you don't want that. You want to keep it safe. There's tons of ways to make money online that are, you can do freelancing, you can start your online business, you can online, you know, consulting. Um, You can even start a Facebook group, right? Maybe $5 a month for each person. And you're doing, you know, accountability, you know, you're doing coaching with this group going through this coronavirus stuff. There's a million different ways of making money online that can allow you to solve that problem of worrying about the money. So instead of us like sitting there worrying about what can we do about this or Oh no! I need these you know I need this all to get fixed, which I need to get I want to get fixed too, but instead of like letting that control me, I'm gonna figure out a solution. So I truly believe that for every problem, there's always a solution. Now, we may not know a solution to everything right now, but there always is a solution. It depends on where your focus is at and where where your emotions and your energy is at. So that's what I would say is like just realize that there are so many different ways of making money online specifically with such a gift of a world that we're now in with the technology and the different ways um, to really grow your, you know, your income.
0: Yeah, that's great advice. And I really appreciate just kind of wrapping that up, summarizing that for the listeners. I really appreciate that your focus is on what can I control? Get rid of the negative thoughts in your mindset, get rid of the worry. And, And look, we're not saying anything unreasonable. It's certainly very reasonable to worry about where your income is coming from, whether or not you're going to be able to buy groceries, et cetera, the food shortage, the resource shortage, all those things are reasonable, but at the same time, they're out of your control to a degree. So to the extent that you can control your outcomes, if I'm hearing you correctly, that's what you're saying. Focus on the things that you can control, go after those, give it your all, and really try to deliver the best that you can on the things that you can control.
2: Yeah, exactly, exactly, 100%. Yeah. I mean, again, there's so many things that we can't control, but, you know, we can control how we react to them.
0: Yeah, exactly. And I love one of your posts. I'm just scrolling through your Instagram right now. One of your posts says, if you read this, you will have the best Monday of your life. It's a lot of that that you're posting. And I greatly thank you so much for posting those things and for posting that level of content. It's so helpful, I think, to many people. The 170,000 plus followers that you have on your account, I'm sure, get a lot of value out of it. And... You know, for someone who overcame brain cancer, to say that every day that you have is a gift, there's a similarity in what we're all experiencing right now, right? Each day, mm, as yeah. we see the numbers increasing in Italy, as we see the numbers increasing across the globe, we should really look to our families, to our our, our own personal health if we have it, to the opportunity to stay at home and to still be able to stay healthy during this trying time. So, what are some of the let's say best practices for maintaining your sanity which I think is part of what we're all struggling to do right now. So what are some yeah. of the things that you do on a daily basis? We talked about this a little bit on episode 53 that you were on previously, but I want to get more into the details of that. Walk us through first of all your meditation practice and then some of the other things that you do in terms of best practices to keep yourself sane on a daily basis.
2: Yeah, yeah. So to start off with meditation, Again, it's changed my life in so many ways. I've downloaded this app called Oak. So if you just type in Oak, um, that's the app I use. It's super simple. It's free. um, And I just do unguided meditation. And it's just a soothing sound. And I just visualize. So the way that I do it is it sounds it's kind of complicated to explain. I I, I would would kind of of have to draw it out. But I imagine myself sitting in a spot that is like super euphoric. And I imagine my body becoming invincible health-wise right? So I imagine, you know, for example, like the horrible things that we think about of like diseases, right? It's like, okay, cancer, diabetes, stress, what I actually do is I don't imagine those things in my body, I actually imagine those things in front of me. It's not in me, it's in front of me, I'm actually facing it. So if that makes sense if somebody's like, you know, super stressed out about like, you know, something or if they're like fearing this Coronavirus, like don't don't fear the Coronavirus in you, have the Coronavirus in front of you because you're facing it. You see, you see the difference there. It's like you're visualizing it in your body. You know, if you're visualizing it in your body, it's going to be a different outcome.
0: Yeah. That's great advice. I see exactly what you're saying. So essentially you're, you're envisioning it as something separate from yourself and bringing some awareness, some mindfulness for lack of a better term to that particular situation, that particular stressor in your life. Right. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah. It is exactly right. And then the, so, sorry about that. The second portion is just about goal, goal visualization. And then from there, that is the, um, you know, visualizing me living the life that I am truly seeking right now and where I believe my life is going. Um, so for that one, that's the meditation, simple one I do. But then overall, to keep my sanity, um, I'll give you an example. Like I know some people can't do it because they live in apartments and stuff, but I worked out outside and I did it all in the sun. It was very difficult. It was super hot, but I did it in the sun. Another thing that I'll do is I'll even just go on simple walks. So like some days I'll go on a walk, you know, for about 10,000 steps or 10,000 total steps in a day. Um, but even, okay, even, even this too, it's like I've never even really watched Netflix. I haven't watched Netflix in, I don't think I ever did in my entire life. You know, I know what it is and stuff, but recently I've actually been watching it for about one hour a day. That's it. Just one hour. Very, very end of the day. I put the phone away. I put the laptop away. I don't even look at anything except for a Netflix video that I think is going to help me grow. So I don't watch, you know, dramatic sort of things. I watch things that I find interesting that are relatable in the sense of like, wow, that is crazy story that that guy experienced or whatever. And I want to get something out of that. So I'll spend, you know, an hour watching a very informative Netflix um, video. And I think, I think to summarize that, that question up is like, I've taken my energy and focused it on what's in front of me, not anything else. And whenever I've been doing that, um, it's helped a lot, obviously with you know stress and focus and everything. That's why practicing that with Netflix is like, do not look at your phone, don't look at your laptop, just watch this and really memorize everything that you're seeing and visualize that in your mind. So yeah, just little stuff like that. You know. I yeah, do.
0: that's great advice. And just going back to your meditation practice, just to help those. You, mm-hmm. you know i i happen to meditate my wife meditates as well and we're not we're certainly not being critical of anyone who does not or anyone who finds it a struggle the purpose of this discussion or at least this part of the discussion is to try to provide you with a plain language resource that you can go to and kind of get wrap your head around this very abstract concept and mindfulness has a lot of yeah. different meanings right so For example, for you, you use visualization to visualize what you want in your present and you bring awareness to your stressors, like you were saying, and you're thinking about these things that are, you're just letting your thoughts flow for lack of a better term without judgment. That's basically the key concept to mindfulness meditation, regardless of the format that you use. Is that right?
2: Yeah, that's correct. Exactly.
0: Yeah. So you just sit in a comfortable place. You can also lay down, but you might, if you're on the sleepier side, especially because we're all stressed out right now, you might fall asleep and listen, that's okay. Part of this is you need to just sit or lay down in a relaxed posture without tension, if possible. If you're noticing tension, just breathing down into your belly. If you notice areas of tension, like in your neck or in your shoulders or in your arms or your hands or your face or your jaw, just notice it, and then try to release it. Try to let it go. The objective here is to not be judgmental, to be kind to yourself, and to give yourself a few moments of just peace and quiet and breathing. Your breath can really be your best friend in these scenarios. So is that part of your process as well? Walk us through the actual physical you're about to go meditate, literally walk us through the steps, you walk into your meditation space, wherever you do it, you get into a relaxed posture, go from there.
2: Yeah, I'll just, I'll walk into uh, into my room, I'll sit on the ground, um, leaning up against the bed, and then I'll, I'll turn the app on you can set the timer on the app for, you know, 5, 10, 15, 20, 60 minutes, whatever it is. And uh, I'll click start. And then it has that soothing, just ringing sound. I said ringing, it's kind of a bad word for it. But Uh, a soothing neutral sound and that'll go and what i'll start off doing is i'll visualize my breath so i'll do about you know five minutes of visualizing my breath um and i'm sitting in this i'm sitting in this super euphoric sort of room by myself or not not room but whole different world uh, you know essentially is what i'm you know meaning by that and then from there the first five minutes i visualize you know my body becoming super invincible internally with my health so i visualize that like My immune system is like, hands down, like nothing can phase it at all. So I visualize that on having the most optimal health that I possibly can have for about five minutes. And then I'll shift to a different direction on visualizing my success. So like my goals that I have in my mind that I write down every day, I visualize, okay, I'm already achieving these things. And I visualize that actually happening where, you know, for example, you know, I don't know, speaking at a Tony Robbins event or something like that, right? I'll visualize myself actually doing that. And I'll, and I'll physically even feel it too. I'll get the chills sometimes and I'm visualizing that. And so after that five minutes, I visualize, you know, another, you know, realm of like where my life will, is going. And so in the sense of like, you know, in five years, this is where I want to be in five years, this is what will happen. Um, Even in the one year, two year, three or whatever that is. So the, the, the portion that I just mentioned was like separate goals. So I'll visualize each separate goal. And then from there to end it, I put all those goals together and visualize that life as a, as, as a whole of where my life will go. And then what I do is I end it of just, you know, in gratitude and, and just knowing my life as a whole is, is such a gift. And I have so many amazing things and I'll visualize what I'm grateful for. And um, I'll take breaths, too. I'll end it with some breaths, just, you know, um, ending it properly on a smooth note. And then when I feel it's like the right time to end it and I've kind of gone through everything I want to. Um, then I'll end it and then I'm ready for bed. And I I, I sleep pretty amazing after doing that. So
0: <laughs> it helps a ton. <laughs> I can imagine. Yeah, that's great. And thank you again for sharing that with us and for walking us through the process. And for those of you who think this might be hokum or that there's this is just fuzzy, you know, spirituality kind of stuff, it's really not. There's actually plenty of studies and research out there that meditation can actually affect the physiology of your brain. It can affect and increase or decrease certain brain waves dependent on which ones you're doing. And a lot of times that can help with creativity, that can help reduce stress, that can help increase your productivity on a daily basis. And as you pointed out, it can give you a phenomenal night's sleep if you meditate your way into sleep a lot of times. So yeah, thank you for sharing that.
2: Real quick, no, I mean, I'm, I'm going to you know, piggyback on what you said. I, I legitimately feel significantly different physically by doing consistent meditation. It sounds too good to be true, but I'm telling you, I feel significantly different as far as I feel 10 times more calm and I actually feel present in the moment rather than, you know, like thinking about, you know, what happened last week or what, what you know, what may happen next month. I feel like 10 times more calm. So if people are wondering, like, can you really feel different physically? My answer is 100% yes, you can.
0: (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. And I just want to touch on one thing. If you're suffering from depression, those of you who are listening, depression is very serious. We don't want to in any way make light of that. So if you're really feeling sad or depressed, meditation is not necessarily a magic bullet. It can help. It can be a part of overcoming that. But we want to make sure that you understand also that if you really feel depressed, legitimately depressed, you should call someone for help. And there are a lot of resources out there to help those who are suffering from depression. To that end, continuing on with our discussion, it is a great way to just bring awareness to your life, to be kinder to yourself to be compassionate for yourself and to others. And really, it's an interesting concept because tell me if you've had the same experience, but I'll talk a little bit about my experience and see if you've had the same. When you meditate, especially different forms of mindfulness meditation, and mindfulness is really just a hashtag, so to speak, or a buzz term used today. It's been used throughout meditation circles for a long time, but it's used today to basically mean bringing yourself into the present moment. And in our lives, we're always constantly e- either in the past or in the future. So anything that can bring us back to the present, to that instantaneous and fleeting moment is very, very helpful for us. And so what happens is sometimes we get reactive. We react to fear. We react to anxiety. We re- get, react to stressors and what mindfulness meditation can really help do is decrease amygdala activity in your brain and therefore you'll start to see that that little moment between there being a trigger and your reaction to it actually starts to expand the more mindful you become and therefore you become more in the present and you make less reactive decisions and you can be also you can also reduce your anxiety and your stress significantly for the same reason, right? You have a causal reaction to things like COVID-19. You see scary news, you see scary headlines, you see scary things on the internet, you see things on the TV that scare you, you see all of these numbers jumping. And so those cause reactions in your body and in your brain. And if you can become more present, you can start to regain control of what you can control. Is that what you found as well?
2: Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, you know I I would definitely now now because I've become so much more calm and stuff I've been able to make much more thought out decisions rather than making quick fix decisions based on you know short-term emotions and so now I've been able to really think things out and become more patient And I would say basically through what you said I've become significantly more patient um, in in every facet of life I'm talking like even what's happening in the day and then even what's happening in the next year to five to ten years you know Um, It's definitely built that up.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And so one of the key factors in all of this, regardless of the form, you can just sit down in a comfortable place and just breathe, breathe through your nose, breathe into your belly, and then just breathe right back out through your nose. And as thoughts come and go, think of them as like waves on an ocean, right? They're coming in and going back out, coming in and going back out. If you don't chase those thoughts, if you just let them roll in and roll out and don't engage with them, don't chase them, just let them be without judgment, right? Because the key thing here is to not be judgmental. And listen, it's a struggle. It's hard work. Some days are better than others. Some days you'll find that it flows really smoothly. Other days you'll find that you can't get past one or two breaths before your mind starts racing. That's okay. All you have to do is just let it go and go right back, hop back on the bicycle, and start pedaling again. Is that what you found? How have you found your meditation experience to be? How have you overcome the difficulties in your meditation practice?
2: Yeah, yeah. I um, I really just figured out what could I visualize? What could I be thinking about? Not not, not like about in my life, but what is one thing I can put my energy towards? So, for example, kind of like you said, the, the waves. Um there's actually an app that I think is really, really good for people that they should look up. It's called Sync Tuition. Now, I will say this, it's about a $100 app. Um, and it actually, I, I do believe it is worth it because they basically they have some of the most, the coolest sounds in the world. So, like, visualize, like, you're in the Amazon rainforest right now and you hear, you know, chirps of birds and then you hear, you know, a, uh, I don't know, a bug or a, a bird, right? You hear that. You, you hear the plants too, you know you hear the wind you hear the uh the overall just vibe in the Amazon forest. They actually have like legitimate noises from that that play and it'll play for like twenty five minutes and they'll have different sounds that'll come in and you're just sitting there and you're like thinking about that and you're visualizing there you're visualizing yourself in the amazon forest. it's super euphoric and that right there would help me focus on exactly what I need to focus on and if i' if i'm ever, if I'm ever doing that and I think about something else, and I go off topic, I just take a deep breath, and I, re- I re-register where I'm at. So I used to think, oh my gosh, are you kidding me? I just thought about this. No, dude, stop. Wait, What are you doing? You know, like, I get so yeah, mad at myself. Exactly. And exactly. then I realized, like, I'm like, I'm like, Logan, look, it's it's normal. Like, you're not Mr. Invincible, okay? Like, let's well, calm <laughs> down, just come back to where to where we were. And so when I started doing that, it really just helped out just, just realizing, like, you're not going to be able to focus on the same thing. I mean, hey, I, at least I'm not, I can't focus on the same thing, same thing for a hundred minutes straight. My mind will go at least in one little direction for about 30 seconds and I'll bring it back in. But that's when I change that. And I think the Sync Tuition app will really help that for people who need that, that, re-re- that re-registering and helping them focus on that. Because it's really cool too. They'll have different sounds of like, you know, out there up in the mountain of it snowing or they'll have different sounds of, you know, at the beach where, you know, they have water that, that comes up in small waves. Um, they'll have uh, a fire. So vision, you know, think about a fire burning, what that sounds like. Um, and they'll do that. Like it's super, super cool. And that really will help you focus on that one direction. Yeah,
0: that's great advice. And another, just to touch on that, by the way, part of what you were describing there was exactly what we're talking about, about not being judgmental, which is one of the main key focuses of mindfulness meditation. The most important thing is to just be aware, not judge yourself and then just go right back to where you were. If you have to start from the beginning, even if it's hundreds of times, just stick to it. You know, some days you do five minutes, some days you do more than that, you do as much as you can, and it's just a great way to build up your brain health and your overall health in general. Another app that people yeah. can use that, that I use, and I believe my wife also uses, is called Insight Timer. It has a little logo of a um, meditation bowl, And it's a good one. There's a lot of free resources. There's a free meditation timer where you can literally put on background ambient sounds like you said. Um, You can have a starting bell. You can have interval bells. You can do all sorts of really neat things. You can set the meditation time for as long as you want using the timer. You can do all those things. But then there are also courses available. There's some paid meditations that you can buy from other providers. There are people who post tons of free content, and there's a lot of people using that app to meditate. There's also Headspace, which is a pretty good app, although that one is an app that uses a monthly membership, I believe, So Insight Timer is free. I've used that one extensively. I like that one a lot in particular. No affiliation with the show, although, hey, if they want to sponsor, you know, we're here. (laughs) (laughs) Um, (laughs) So a couple of other things that you can use also is just, um, to your point, listening to some relaxing music, doing some other things that might be creative and that kind of get you to shut down whatever it is for you, for you, the listener that gets you to relax, and that can be anything. For some people, it's music. For some people, it's playing a video game. For some people, it's reading a book. For some people, it's sitting in silence and meditating. The key here is to find something that you enjoy. Taking an hour or two out of each day for yourself is extremely important. Absolutely, absolutely it is. Let's go back to your businesses online. So let's put you in the shoes of someone who is facing financial insecurity today. And let's just say you're somebody who works at a, in the restaurant industry or someone who works a regular service job of some sort, and you're either concerned that you're going to be laid off or you're suffering from a work stoppage of, of sorts. Where would you start? Walk us through what your game plan would be to write the ship and start working towards something positive in your life.
2: Yeah, I would, I would, I would, you know, okay. If If, if you haven't, been laid off yet and you think you are, I would go back home and write out, okay, what are what are some backup options, right? And may, maybe don't even think of them as backup options. Maybe think of them as even better options, right? Again, again, I don't know if they lo- if, if you're somebody who loves your job or not, but there's always something that could be even better. So, and I would think of it as an opportunity, right? Like, instead of us thinking how horrible this problem really is, right? Let's think of, okay, we're about to be given an opportunity. So, hey, I believe I might be getting laid off, but I think it's an opportunity. I think it's an opportunity for me to figure out what is it maybe that I want to do or what is it that could I, you know, what, what, what could I be doing that I actually enjoy more? Is it an opportunity for me to actually get an even better job, right? Is there another corporate America job that pays significantly more and I can actually do it at home and I can still stay with my family? What, what is that job? Because there's companies out there looking for people like that right now. So that's an opportunity for you to try and, and get that to seal that, right? So that's something that can be solved there. And what I would say is, is, don't, don't, don't sit there anticipating when you're going to lose your job. Anticipate what you what what you can do in that moment to maximize the time that you have and still optimize your health, right? So don't obviously don't stress over these things so significant that it ends up becoming torturous and you're just anticipating and waiting and waiting and waiting that one boss to come and say, hey, you're gone. Say, what can I do right now to maximize this time that I have with this job that I have? And what can I do to prepare for if this happens to where I already have another option that takes me in a direction that could even be better? That's what I would really say. And these things, you know, obviously can definitely be thought out and journaled and stuff, um, you know, as soon as possible, I would say. But, yeah, like I said, I, was, I would visualize it as an opportunity, not not an obstacle or a challenge. Um, That's you know controlling you.
0: Yeah, as Warren Buffett would say, be greedy when others are fearful, and fearful when others are greedy. Right, and never has that statement been more true than in the present and current circumstances. To your point, love the advice. I'll try to wrap that up in a practical example, if I may. One of the things you might be able yeah. to do, it, just from my own example, for example, I'm an attorney full time. I run my own practice. Obviously, you know, I have some employees who work for me, and. I'm concerned about maintaining their quality of life and keeping clients happy, having clients come to me, having referrals come my way. But staying positive and staying focused can be really helpful in finding unique opportunities. And one of those is, for example, that I happen to speak Spanish and Portuguese fluently. So looking for opportunities to use that added skill set to add value to your clients and sometimes... We got to bite the bullet, start calling clients and saying, hey, you know, is there anything that I can help with, whether it's something that can provide a little bit of revenue for me right now, or even if I have to do something for free to help a client get across some goal or some finish line or some objective that they have can really add value later on. So looking for unique ways to use this extra time that we have, some of us have the luxury of having that extra time. We need to use that in the most positive and effective ways. And to your point, stay off of the internet. If you're only reading negative headlines and you find that that stresses you out and drives you up a wall, you got to limit that down. You got to cut back on the negative stuff and focus on the positives that you can control. And one of the amazing things that I find about you is that you're running these businesses online. So you run Fusion Lean where you're still working with, clients on leading a healthier lifestyle, but you've now also started Fitpreneur Academy. Tell us a little bit about Fitpreneur Academy and how that might be helpful to people who are listening.
2: Yeah, yeah. It's it's where I help people build their online health and fitness business. So I think a lot of people, you know, have, you know, in general have thought about, you know, I want to do an online fitness business. You know, maybe they're a personal trainer, like, yeah, I want to make more money and I want to just work online so I can work where I want, how I want, you know, when I want. And so now, coincidentally, it's actually the most ideal time ever, ever to really take action into that. Why? Because, well, now you have more time than ever before. You can't train people in person, and now that you have time, you can use that time working at home to build and create your business. And is there demand for it? Absolutely, there is. Why? Because people who you who who online the people that online trainers train, those are people who now have time to follow what they need to follow to see results. So if people say, I don't have time to go to the gym. Well, no problem, because you can do it at home. Well, I don't have time to cook food. Well, no problem, because you're there now. you know. And so it's like now that those opportunities are there and people need to optimize their health and they need to really get in the shape that they need, that demand is there. So that's what I do is I coach people in building their online health and fitness business. And this is the most ideal time for people to do that. And if people have been thinking about it. Um, you know, this really couldn't get any better as far as like the fact that we're given time, you know, time is so valuable. And we're never actually given time. But I think it's actually the one time in history where the whole world is actually given time to take their energy in a different direction. And they're actually, quote unquote, forced to do that, right? It's, they can't go to their job, at least a good percent can't. And so now this is an opportunity to go in a direction you might have always been thinking about.
0: Right, exactly. And that's precisely what we're talking about here is taking these scenarios that seem like they might be a negative. And listen, we're certainly not judging anyone or anyone's particular situation. A lot of us have it way tougher than others. Sometimes it's just reaching out to people in your community even and saying, hey, look, right now I'm suffering from a work stoppage. Is there anything I can do for you? Jumping in there, doing something for free even, even if you have to, to show value kind of wrapping up back to what you were talking about, even in your social media posts, having a value um, a value adding mindset can really be helpful in times like these to create opportunities for success. Saying optimistic, reasonably optimistic, we're not saying being unreasonable in your optimism, right? But being optimistic sure. and finding the opportunities that can work for you. Let's talk about your book, Thank You Cancer. I know we mentioned it in episode 53, but I want to talk a little bit more about the mental hurdles that you had to overcome to write that book to begin with. Any writer that you've ever read about or talked to or interacted with, I'm sure, can tell you that writing a book is and near impossible task to begin with, right? So walk us through that. When you got ready for that, how did you keep yourself in the mental game and overcome the hurdles that you faced in writing the book, Thank You, Cancer?
2: Yeah, yeah. I just, it was one day I was like sitting at my on my couch and I was like, yeah, I think I should write a book one day. I was like, again, this may take, you know, five years, 10 years or a year, I don't know. But I was like, I think I should do it. And so what I did was I just set a goal. I set a simple, simple goal of writing one page a day. That was it, one page a day. I didn't overthink it. I didn't underthink it. Just one page a day, because I visualized in my mind. I said, "Well, if I just did one page a day, and I only was writing a book that was 150 to 200 pages, you know, I didn't really know the definite number, but so I was like, that's a real. That's like that's a, you know a um the average uh page count for books, and I was like, that's like only half a year. And I was like, if I can just do one page a day. I mean, I'll come back here in six months and say, hey, I think my book is ready. And now I can go get an editor and see where they want to go with it. And so I just set that goal. I set that mindset. And of course, I definitely ran into roadblocks, you know, going through this where I was like, geez, I don't even know what the heck I'm writing right now. And so I kind of just calmed myself down by taking a break. And what I did was I just set the book aside for a little bit and just said, okay, relax. And let's think about Maybe what what is it that we could, you know, experience in these next few months that we could end up writing about in the book. And so I did that and then I actually experienced crazy things, you know, in that in those in those few months. And I came back a few months later and I was like, I got it. I know exactly where we can go with this. So I spent those next few months to kind of end the book and really seal where I wanted it to go and that's exactly what happened. And um, you know, I really had to teach myself to be patient because I I you know, I've got to say in, in my life I've been you know, I've become a lot better at it, but I've always been a very impatient person of like I need results now, like I need it now, and then I kind of realized like, look, like in order for you to get results that you want, you have to have you have to be emotionally triggered by the process, not emotionally triggered by your desired result of finishing this book and so I started dwelling on the the process more than the destination, and that's what really got me through this whole thing altogether so much more smooth and. Um, you know, just so much more enjoyable and and so much more, you know, emotionally rewarding altogether.
0: Yeah, that's a great point. And a lot of really great takeaways there in overcoming those hurdles, breaking things down. We talked about this in episode 53 together, where you need to break things down. You need to slow down to speed up, I believe was the term that you used in episode 53, which was, you know, you need to slow down and focus on what you can control. And then you can then... Accelerate to getting to your goals once you've got those little incremental things under control, right? Exactly, exactly. Awesome. So, what other advice do you have for individuals who are trying to overcome financial insecurity, food insecurity, struggling with the stressors of COVID 19, overcoming this whole situation? What's your advice in a nutshell?
2: My advice is that time will heal, right? Time will heal things, things will change right? But in in that time, we have to take that effort and take that energy in the direction that we want it to go. Do we want our energy going in a direction that's going to control us? Or do we want our energy going in a direction that we control what's in front of us? So again, we can't control everything. I can't control if a tornado is coming to destroy the house tonight. I don't know. What I can control is what I'm going to do in that time to optimize my life as a whole. So again, it's an obstacle. It's like going through a maze, right? Like, you're already going through this maze and you can't, really, you can't really turn around. You can't really, you know, go anywhere else. You have to go forward. So to go forward, what do you have to do? Well, you either stand, stand there right at the fence and do nothing or you figure out how to climb over it or go under it, right? And that's where we need to take this time that we have in front of us because it's an obstacle there. We just got to get through it. So, yeah, I mean, really optimizing this time and knowing that time will heal, um, you know, whatever obstacles that are in front of us.
0: Great advice. And thanks again, Logan. We really appreciate your time. Where can people reach out? What's the best way to get in contact with you or to get more from Logan Sneed?
2: Yeah, yeah. They can find me at uh, logansneed.com uh, or obviously fit for your academy or FusionLean.com. Uh, but yeah, they can find me on all platforms. If you just type in Logan Sneed on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, everything, um, I'll be on there. And actually, uh, if, if they also want to look up millionaire momentum, on YouTube, uh, they actually can. It's a new channel I'm coming out with. I'm helping people become, um, you know, it's basically my journey of becoming a millionaire. So I call it millionaire momentum. So again, I'm not a millionaire, but it's my momentum in what's needed to become a millionaire. So what do millionaires, you know, do every day? What are the habits of millionaires? You know, all those sort of things. So that's, you know, a uh, channel I think they would be really interested in, uh, that's, you know, I'm, I'm launching here pretty soon. So yeah.
0: Awesome. Great. Great to hear from you again, Logan. Thanks so much for your time. We really appreciate what you're doing out there. Keep the positive messaging going. We will get through this together. We just need to take it one step at a time. Awesome. Thank you.